This is Having a Gab. And you're listening to Weekend Wellness with Ariella. So how was your day? My day was good. Um, I didn't do that much, to be completely honest. <laughs> but um, a bit of self care. My a lot of self care. Good. My um, my best friend hosted a clubhouse meeting. I don't know if you. Yeah, I've been it. like exploring clubhouse a bit. I, I was gonna I was gonna suggest and say like maybe you should do something. And I've never been on it before. Um, I don't know anyone else that's on it. And it was amazing. Like, I yeah? had, I really enjoyed it. I what didn't think you, that I even would. What were you listening to on there? Um, so, and, and it, like, pertained to me. It was really interesting because it, um, my best friend had just started this company that's called Living Memories. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a little too long, I feel like. No, this, I love it. But Tell me. She she started this this company called Living Memories, and she went to USC film school, mm-hmm. and She's offering packages for a life story, mainly like towards like older people. Like this is geared for like people to gift to their grandparents or something. Right. Tell me your life story, and she's like whatever for however however much it is, or an older couple if they've been together for like six years or whatever. What does she do with the story? Um. And so she interviews them, record videos, like records the whole thing, and like sends it send it to the family or whatever. Wow. And I watched her. She did her grandparents. She also has like special grandparents, and like so she, I watched her grandmother's life story, their love story. It's amazing. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy that you mentioned this. I have so much interest in individual person stories. It's like we watch films about like someone great story. It's like you literally have a great story right next door to you or in your family. It's right. like people's lives are so damn interesting. It's yeah. like you have a whole fucking story there it's so that like true. should be shared. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. And so she is starting this like weekly club clubhouse meeting. Right. Her someone that she used to go to school with like it, it went through like a chain of like a few people, but like someone she used to go to school with like somehow like found her company right. like not just through Instagram. Like someone showed it to her and was like, "Oh, maybe you should like work with this girl because her friend um just got certified to be a death doula. Wow. Which, so, and so she's telling me Wait, this. Wait, are there different kinds of doulas? Yeah, I didn't even know. First of all, I, I'm, I'm getting certified right now to become a birth doula. Yeah. And um, I didn't even know that death doulas even existed. But, like, the whole point. What does doula mean? What does the term doula mean? You haven't read that yet? Ah! I know. It's like. <laughs> I appreciate I the honesty. Know. No, it's no, it's from it's like Hindu. It's or definitely something? Greek. Oh, I it's know Greek. It, yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna Google um, doula while we. Yeah, Google it, please. Come on. That's hilarious. Um, a doula is no, a trained totally companion who is not a healthcare professional and who supports another individual through a significant health-related experience, just childbirth, miscarriage, abortion, stillbirth. Sorry, I dying. You, I thought you meant like where's the origin? From? Oh no, I do. Sorry, I oh. open the wiki page. Oh my yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. History. Apparently, it's like dated all the way back to. Um, stone carvings in prehistoric times that's whack How was cool. I wrong about the about it's Greek speak? no yeah. um, modern Greek doula servant woman <laughs> I'm, gonna just, I'm just gonna refer to you as my servant woman uh, you can't because that's basically what it is it's so funny because I I feel like I was always female slave sorry go on wow it's so interesting because I've always enjoyed 
doing things for people. Yeah. Not, I'm not, not even trying to like. You're a Kara. You're a Nutra. You're right, a caretaker. But, you are. Yeah. But sometimes even in the most. It comes, it's going to come off as like, I don't mean to come off as cocky of like, so I'm so selfless, but like, I actually really enjoy doing things that people typically wouldn't want to do for somebody else. Yeah. Not just being there for them emotionally and whatever, physically, like even like, which is very actually common in the postpartum, to be, to be a postpartum doula, which I'm not getting certified for, but who knows, I might, um, to like just do dishes for the mom while just because it's that extra things help. help exactly yeah. but like typically people wouldn't want to do that because yeah. it's just like who wants to be doing dishes for someone it sounds it's a very like no, I love servant it. Sl- but I always felt like so- some shame in that at a certain point when I was leaving the school um I worked at a preschool and like I was like thinking like, oh, maybe I'll just like nanny for some kids like first of all that's one-on-one great money and yeah. I enjoy I enjoy that stuff and mom's like like on, and, on a status level almost like why would you want to be someone else's nanny you know like so silly how it, you put these kind of like this hierarchical kind of right perception on jobs it's like if something brings you joy then it brings you joy right and actually in general dude I did that so much growing up too yeah my mom as well in general she's super and actually not like that oh really yeah Does, my parents don't care about me doing something prestigious but it, yeah, it just yeah but it's a valid a different... question it's a valid question yeah especially in this society like it's totally valid my mom like yeah. totally when i told her i was doing my yoga teacher certification was like what are you gonna do with that you know it's right, like right. like you have a master's degree why don't you use that it's like but right. i don't get joy from that area of like right my expertise like i don't right. have to monetize that or exactly you know? so yeah so now so now being a doula it's like a lot of those things are, are really just doing basic things um to, to lessen the load it's like that yeah. that whole you know prehistoric tribal mentality of it takes a tribe to raise a child it's like it really does that hasn't right. changed just because yeah. we're civilized hasn't it's changed so true. we still need the help it, of each other it lessens so the load true it's yeah. so true it's but really it beautiful looked, but that you want to do that too yeah thank you, know? you but it, but it also i feel like it's looked at it with i mean it depends in certain communities and cultures but like i feel like it's looked at it with nicer eyes because it's not me saying like it's not an official job, but if I were to just like bounce around to all of my friends who were giving birth, like I'll help you and that'll be what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? Like without being like an official doula, like that may, that would be looked at as like, what is Haryala doing? Like, yeah, I'm just saying like the reason I brought that up is because we, so I was on her clubhouse last night and she, I was like mainly going on it. Like she was, she wanted all her friends to obviously just go on it to support, like for people to gain like traction and like for other people to join. And but it was like it. It really like it, it interests me because it's about it's a death doula, which I don't really. Yeah, know. it's fascinating. I didn't even know that was a thing. And and they had a guest speaker. They're doing this weekly together. They've they've now like just like partnered up, and um, they're having weekly guests. And the weekly guest was uh, is a birth and death doula. Wow. She does both. She she's she does a million other things. She's also like a certified nurse. She like incredible worked in hospital. Yeah, like she's really. She's really taken on that nurturing role. Well, obviously, yeah. that's, that's where her inclination lies. It's amazing. Yeah. I just think it's so funny that just before you finish that, how, like, in ancient Greece, for example, that's where doula comes from, that was a job, and now we've legitimized it again as a role. 
like it hasn't hasn't gone away it's just totally. become a job totally. as opposed to like you know a position well, i guess it was still a job back in back you know in ancient greece but right it's still a thing yeah it's but so interesting it's interesting that it's it's still a thing but it really also wasn't for a long time like it was yes, totally totally it's come back it's come back yeah it's everything it's, kind of recycles in history yeah exactly good and bad yeah <laughs> yeah but it is um it's definitely like becoming so much more like normalized now i think like now more than ever i've realized like i think in the next few years it's going to be like most people I will be familiar we, with it you're totally right and i think a lot of has, that has to do with like we went through this industrial peak and this technological peak and this like medical peak where everything was science from science and from labs and everything was like meant to help us and and we've come back to like we've come around to realize that a lot of this already lies in nature and in right. history and in and and in like connecting to other aspects of, of wellness, you know? And totally. I think there's just been whole like social sort of maybe, you know, I don't know like what the going, word for it is. Yeah, like just going back to the basics. It's back to grass, grassroots to right. be a cliche, but like truly going back to basics and, and you know, yeah, as we've realized it isn't working. It's like a, maybe we should be a bit more rapid about it. But totally. Yeah, we're taking steps back to it, which is good. Like to holistic natural health. Yeah. Yeah. So – the reason I mentioned that all is because I Sorry. I spoke to her no because I spoke to her today so that's also like something I was doing I'm really just trying to like reach out to as many people as I can that are either in the doula business or um no or even know like I'm talking to a birth photographer like oh which doula is that's she, amazing you know? yeah um, it's like a big network you got to interconnect with yeah what about you what did you do today oh man. That, that would have been that's awesome that wait just quickly clubhouse yeah. you use it like educationally like that's amazing and what's amazing what a great platform it's really i i seriously like i was super sharing thoughts yeah and it, and i was and i think that what makes it really cool and it seems like what everybody loves about it is that it's live and it's not it's not saved i don't know like maybe you would not love that i think i like the ephemeral aspect of it just puts less pressure on like it this i feel like conversation could be exactly like my friend was like she was actually she actually got the second vaccine shot mm. yesterday. Dude, Tuesday. that knocked me out. The second one. Oh, so she that's what she said. And yeah. apparently, like young people, I didn't hear this. My my mom's friend just told me that, like, because my grandfather, who's ninety two, got the second shot and he was totally fine. Every old person so far, from what I've heard, is totally fine. But all these young people are getting really sick from after getting the second one. I legit got like the COVID symptoms back sort of um, not in the extreme obviously it's like an immune response it's not like I got COVID right. again but I had like the body aches I was so tired that's what she was saying bad yeah. headache and Aaron was completely fine interesting which is so annoying because you know like obviously not god forbid but the first vaccine he complained complained and like it was like the boy who cried wolf because you know right. he's so neurotic but so I didn't like I was like okay all right and this time I got sick and he was like all right okay and I was like no I'm yeah. actually sick. Yeah. Like, I'm getting my, you know. But, hey, maybe it will make him less uh, nervous about it. Totally. I'm sure he's, like, Yeah, know. yeah. He's spitting out. He's fine now. Oof, yeah. That's not – Vietnam flashbacks. Let's yeah. About it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she was telling me how she was – the reason I mentioned that is because she was in bed doing that whole thing. Oh, wow. She, she, had, she was That's feeling cool. all that aches and chills and fever, and she just was, like, I'm doing this from bed. Such a great platform. Yeah. I love how um, COVID's, like, made this kind of – rapid progression to working from home and working online seriously and i don't know what's going to do for our social lives but i know i don't know i feel like i've seen more people 
like a closer group of people and it's kind of stuck to those groups of people because of COVID. But totally. like, I feel like we've been, I've been more actively engaged with people than I would have been prior, like working, you know, I don't know, yeah. maybe in a different way. Maybe it's just in a different way. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know what I did today. You did ask me that. <laughs> I went on a tangent. <laughs> Literally, babe, I like took, I cleaned up, took the day off from like my yoga school stuff. Um, so I'm baked like a lizard. Nice. And, you know. Cleaning takes a long time. Dude, it does. It's a workout. It's a full body workout. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I always feel, like, so good afterward, though. Like took amazing. A, I love having a shower after you've been sunbaking, too. Me, too. Like, the best shower. I just, that. like, you know, fresh hair. You just feel love so that. good. But, yeah. Do you just, wash your hair every day? Um, No. I started using this, like, that Nioxin shampoo I was telling you about. Um. And so it's like three days times a week, but in between that, I might like do a purple shampoo because obviously I'm blonde, right? Or do like um, a deep condition. So I won't. Sh- I'll do like it. It really changes depending on how I feel. Like I really listen to what my body's telling me, and like nice. um, if it's like today, it's like it's looking brassy. I'll do the purple shampoo that day. The next mm. day, if it feels like greasy, I'll like do a like the nioxin clean which mm-hmm. cleans your scalp so thoroughly like it it like exfoliates your scalp then you apply like the conditioner for a set amount of time to encourage the hair to grow and, and put all those vitamins and minerals and whatever chemicals as well yeah. are in there and then like after that you put the serum in and you brush it through like really get it into the scalp and then leave it and you leave the serum in oh wow so it's a serum full that, it's a full process serum that comes with the nioxin yeah it's like in a three part system so nice. shampoo cleanser exfoliator which is the one conditioner with the, all the stuff in it to help it grow which is number two and then three which is the serum which you put in afterward and leave in oh, so then okay, i leave really? it in till the next day and then maybe do it like a, a like a, a a deep condition and an olaplex treatment and then do the nioxin the next day you know wow, so okay I'm doing something to my hair every day got but it not washing every day love that i'm just trying to grow it dude i've like bleached the hell out of it you know and I'm I'm I, I was rocking that short like bob for a while and I was loving it but I've kind of want long hair again yeah you know I don't think I, well I didn't I never seen you with long hair honestly yeah but I didn't Unless know it was extensions like in oh Vegas. right true yeah. in Ve- right but I want my real hair to be long again you know I right. miss it and d- d- I know that bleach does kill your hair but like has it really like, like- no I, I've been like. Thank God for modern technology. Like in this regard, I know I complain <laughs> about it in a lot of other regards, but Olaplex, like biggest lifesaver. Wow. Um, the biggest hair lifesaver. So my colorist um, will spend the whole day doing it. Like got, again with like with blonde, a lot of it's application, and like if you take care and time, you don't fry the hair. Uh-huh. Like a lot of um, colorists who do scalp bleach, which I get a scalp bleach, will put you under heat. Mm-hmm. When you get forced, put you under heat to right. like speed up the, the the peroxides process. But mm-hmm. like that's a heat and peroxide is super drying on the hair already. Like as an extra drying element, mm. so it, your hair breaks off and gets crispy and dry and fried. Right. And I had that done once here by somebody else before Vegas, and my hair was terrible. Oh, okay. And then I've gone back to my my normal colorist, and she will take the whole day doing it. She does Olaplex treatments in between each bleaching process. Like, I get no breakage at the end. She's That's honestly so a miracle nice. worker. I also, like, my two best friends in Australia, Dean and Mitch, who run the boys' studio, Mitch has given me so much, like, knowledge and tips and help um, around health of hair and hair care. Like, Color Wow, like, that they stock in their salon, their studio, and 
Olaplex both like have changed my hair's life. Yeah, just to like maintain it. Maintain so it, it. And yeah. it's a bond builder. So Olaplex isn't like a deep conditioning treatment. Like conditioners will put like oils in your hair, like if you're using argan conditioners and stuff like that and, and like moisture into your hair. But Olaplex will actually rebuild the bonds. Yeah. So when you bleach your hair, you're pulling everything out of it to get it to go white. Like split ends and, and like bits of your hair. You know how they break off? Mm-hmm. And you see like the dots up it? Yeah. It's like bo- your bonds are like weak, the hair bonds. The Olaplex rebuilds them. So oh, it wow. puts the proteins in them to like heal the already grown hair. So it's like the only thing that actually helps your existing hair. Normally everything else is helped from the roots out. This is yeah. like your actual hair can be helped. Yeah, so, yeah, nice. Which yeah. which one does that? Because there's different numbers. I So because I used the number three and I thought three. that was the deep de- Yes. Like I've slept in that. So it's not a conditioner, but it, oh. it, that does rebuild your bonds. I sleep in it too. Oh. So it doesn't matter that it's, it's like it's a, called a leaving conditioner, but it's yeah. not a conditioner. Its whole intention is not to condition, but to help rebuild your hair. Mm. So leaving it in overnight is perfect. That's what I do. Like, I've only I, done that once. It actually didn't love sleeping with it. No, like, it's gross. But the next day, like. Wow, it, it, my it, hair was so soft. Right? Yeah. Um, I do also feel like it's the reason my hair has been has been able to last this long without highlighting it again, which I'm doing next week. But like, it's really like so much softer after doing that, even just like overnight or or leaving it 30 minutes before showering or something. For real. Like, so yeah, it's so good. But of, of the, like the treatment set, like there's a whole heap now. Um, the shampoo and conditioner, amazing. If you can use both of those yeah. with the number three, perfect. There's one that only salons and professionals can use. That's the one my colorist used, uses in like the bleaching process. I think it's only in salon use. So oh, there's a three-step process that only salons can use. I don't know. I wonder why. I can't why. remember. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. But I, so I, she does that. Um, and then I used, I used to use the shampoo and conditioner and the Olaplex, but now I'm using Ioxin, but I just use number three. Got it. And then I have a leave-in conditioner by them, which actually is a conditioner and it's a leave-in, but it also rebuilds your bond. So if you have like your hair's blow-dried and you want to like put a bit of that through, I do that. And mm-hmm. they also have an oil too, which is amazing. Um, so all of their stuff, you can't go wrong with anything from their range. As long as you follow what they tell you to do, you know. Yeah. The addition of it, even if you don't add them all, if you add one or two, can't hurt. Yeah. If it only right. help. I try know. to do it all like together, but yeah, I've noticed even just doing it individually totally. with other products. It's they're still it's so great. It's so great. And it's one of those things where like people are like, I'm not doing it enough, I'm not doing it enough. I'm like, even if you're just doing it once every month, at least you're doing it once every month. That's one extra than you're not. For sure. You know, like For it adds sure. up over time. Yeah. If you want to see quicker results and like be more consistent, but of course you know, it's a, just a good investment long term. Yeah. You really have gotten so much um so much experience obviously from doing modeling and photo shoots like with I'm I'm assuming with hair and and makeup and skincare like it's really why I wanted to like talk to you about all this in the first place I love place. that no yeah you're you're right like you do I, I guess I didn't realize it until 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 I started to pick your you, brain yeah until people say like how do you know brain. all this yeah and then I really thought about it and I was like you do pick up so much like working in the industry just from like makeup artists and hairstylists like you said and photographers and you know, and the like, it's like this plethora of like some, almost like an encyclopedia of knowledge just passed around verbally Literally. on skincare and things like that. Like I never did any explicit research. I guess I've done research when I've been told something or I've, I've when I've needed something specifically, I've done research right. to like check. But I've learned so much just from word of mouth and like this, this oral history almost of skincare and small weird tips like the lidocaine tip. Um, right. On my wedding day, I was spraying my feet with lidocaine and yeah. everyone kept saying to me, um, what what are you doing, dude? Weirdest tip I learned like 
backstage at a runway show was when the stylist was like, you want to walk this in these heels that don't fit you because you're usually crammed into, you know, shoes that are a standard size. Right. Um, so if you're a size nine, the, the standard size they've got is a size seven. You have to make it work. Right. So you, like, you rub your foot down with Vaseline, spray it with lidocaine, your foot slides in, it gets numb so you don't feel the pain, and you don't get blisters because the Vaseline keeps your foot like in this weird encapsulated moisture. I cannot wait to be doing that the next it's time I wear heels. Like I, it is my plan. game changer. And like, I didn't even think that this was a, like a, I didn't even think that it was a unique known, unknown fact until everyone's right. like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I thought people, everyone knew this, you know? Right, exactly. You don't even realize. Honestly, I just know so many people who do the bare, bare minimum. Like yeah. literally wash their face, maybe use a moisturizer. So I, I know so imagine. many people, that, me neither. Like, I'm somewhere in between. Yeah. But when I when I just started asking you random, I don't even know how we started talking about it. I don't even I, know how I got to the point where I actually did all of these things too. Like, because to learn it and to hear it and all this kind of stuff is one thing. But, like, I guess, like, growing up, my mom was super into skincare mm. and was really informative about it and always encouraged it and told me to do it. But up until, like, I got into modeling, like, I, I had really bad acne growing up like hormonal and I went on Roaccutane and things like that and is Roaccutane like Accutane Accutane yeah we call it oh. Roaccutane in Australia but I That's guess so yeah it's Accutane mm-hmm. um and I, ha- I, f- I had to end up like even after going on that and coming off my skin got bad again I just had to learn and listen to the stuff I was learning I guess on how to like properly treat it I don't even like I really it surprises me how much I do actually do because I just like fit it in here and there it's not like i have a designated time where i go all right 56 step routine it's like my skin feels this today so i'll put it on but like right objectively looking at it now that you've asked about it i'm like dude i like it's a bit excessive <laughs> no it's, i love you know? it i actually wear i feel like i actually need a specific breakdown yeah or else i'll forget about it like if i put the bio oil which we talked about is like great for like i want to use it for like scarring and stuff yeah i think it'll also eventually come out the routine will be natural to you. Like I think when I first started using more skincare piece bits and pieces and like listening to the advice and the information I was hearing, especially when it's skin spe- skincare specific, like talking about the, like the weird lidocaine thing, like things like that I'll never forget and I'll always incorporate. Like I have lots of weird things that I've mm-hmm. learned from stylists and, and behind the scenes things on like tips and how to, you know, make it work. Um, like your zipper also like the zipper with the wax and the zipper that's a whole other conversation we'll add that to the next like yeah. five tips but um, in terms of like beauty and skincare um, I feel like I had to like force myself into a routine to begin with and now at this point like five years later it's such a normal like now I really know my skin and feel it and if it needs moisture I know that day is that day of this right. the bio oil and, and like a deeper rich richer like maybe night cream my skin my next day was feeling really hydrated don't do that again i'll break out so i'll do something else it's like i really just know it now but it took having a routine and exploring products i guess it's like learning anything you go to school to become a doula and you learn about it you want to do good skincare you need to learn your skin and what works for you and the only way you can do that is is trying things i guess i went through a whole period before i really nailed my routine where i was mixing around with acids and things like that from from the ordinary we talked about the ordinary and I was, like, trying different actives on my skin. I ended up getting a chemical burn. I was going through all kinds of, like... But I wouldn't have known that my skin doesn't love that many actives if I had not have tried that. Right. You know? It's like, you see how far you can push it. Obviously, don't do damage and, like, you know, be cautious. But, like, I was like, that's too much. You know, that's too much for me. My skin... I, I've learned now that my skin loves oils. It loves moisture. It loves warm. It loves humid. You know? So putting those things into me is the best thing I can do. 
I don't remember us talking about the ordinary, but I actually did use it. I don't. I, I don't oh, think we SD. talked about it. Maybe. Oh, but I yeah. did. But I did buy a bunch of one because they're so cheap. But so I, cheap. But I yeah. remember just like ordering really like good stuff too. Ten different things, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll just like mess with it, whatever. It's the best idea. You play around. It is, but I also, um, I think I also got a burn from using too much retinol yeah not knowing like just like retinol can do that because it's active yeah just from hearing like skincare gurus like talking about oh it's the best anti-aging of this and so then i just like bought once it not a week knowing. To me. once a month for me even really wow yeah. like i have got a retinol um but once a month and then no sun afterward once a month like just like on the fa- like a mo- drop mo- with your moisturizer yeah wow okay. uh, you know like that stuff can be used in excess very easily. Yeah. Um, I was using a lot of like lactic acid and, and even and salicylic acid and retinols and even layering those acids is bad. Like you want to make sure you're incorporating everything in your skincare routine, doing the best for your skin. Right. Um, but sometimes moderation is the best, you know? Yeah. These products don't need to run out in a week. You can use like here and there sparingly and just listen to your skin. Right. You know? I also kind of feel that way. Like just about like, I keep, you keep hearing oh hyaluronic acid this acid mm. like and to me I just prefer like leaving it now to like professionals to do that and just like I, hydrating I my skin completely because also that. I've noticed that just giving it hydration is really just like it's doing it I completely it's, hear it's that it's working for and me. if you can afford to do it like one hundred percent like get a facial every month yeah I'm all for that you yeah know, obviously like care is so yes important. it's expensive but yeah yeah but 100%. even to do it. The professionals do it. It's always better. I'm getting one next month and I can't wait. Amazing. No, in two weeks. Oh, really? Wow. It was my Valentine's Day gift. Amazing. I um, love it. What, so what are you going to ask for? I'm going to ask her to like look at my skin and tell me what it needs. Yeah. Because I can think, I can say what I think, but she's the expert. You yeah. Know? Um, and then, you know, very, I very much trust trust what what you told me about her as your recommendation. I'm curious. So. No, but I'm, I am, whatever. I'm Listen, curious. I've seen how good you looked afterward. You've seen what? How good you looked afterward. Yeah. So glowy, no, dude. Totally. But I, I wonder how you're going to think about her and also her skin, if you agree with me, like she doesn't. She's told me at least like she doesn't do Botox. She doesn't do this. I actually showed, I don't know how it came up, but oh, I was looking at, she told me she was like posting on Instagram, mm-hmm. like pictures she took of um, the process, I guess. So I was just like looking to see if like she had posted it. And then I was showing Lerone, like, look, look at her. She's like, she's 40 years old. Look how good her skin is. She's never done Botox filler or whatever. And he's like, she's done Botox. I'm like, how do you That's know? That's so funny. It's so cynical. I, I will, I'll be able to tell, tell in the flesh. I don't think you you'll be able to. I don't, I mean, I don't think, you, I don't think she'll, I don't think she has. And I don't think you'll think so either. Yeah. That's funny. Men can be so cynical sometimes, honestly. I know. I'm like, and I'm like, how would you know that? He's like, my mom does it. I'm like. Okay, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're an expert. No. Um, but I also did ask her about um, the gua sha because I started oh, yeah. using it. Do you use? Do yeah, you yeah, use the gua sha or slash like the jade roller. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. Do you, do you feel like it actually helps with anti aging or just like moves circulation? Like, do you think it helps with fine lines? Do you know what? I don't think it. I don't think it. I don't think it doesn't help. If that makes sense, like. It's hard. How can we know if it's helping with anti-aging so quickly? Like it's something that's a long-term kind of payoff. Like right. anything that you do to treat wrinkles is not going to happen overnight unless you put a filler in it. You know what I mean? Fine lines included. I think in the time that I've used it, I've noticed even just easing my muscles in my jaw and stuff, like rolling those out. Because I use the 
the jade roller. Mm-hmm. I have got a gouache. I, I don't use it as much, um, mainly because I prefer the roller. Yeah, just it's just it. easier. It's easier to hold, yeah, um, instead of getting my, like, oily, slimy hands all over the – Yeah. After I put the bio oil on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel like it, it's – I don't even – you know, I, I, I don't think it can hurt. I think having a cold stone rubbed across your face is good for circulation. I think it's good for cooling your skin off as well and – and things like that. Whether it actually stops the aging process, I don't know. But I don't think it can hurt. We do yoga for our bodies. You can do yoga for your face too. You right. I mean, we roll out the muscles in our body. Why can't we roll out the muscles in our face? And totally. like, you know, like regenerate almost. Like it can't hurt. It yeah. can only help really. Yeah. I, I was asking because I honestly, even just doing it every day for a week, I even, I was like, am I seeing things or are my lines, my smile lines I roll there too. Yeah, they almost they they really. It, I don't know. Maybe I'm just seeing it, but I was like, maybe it really is making a difference. Like I, I probably I feel should like look it's... into the science behind it, but I think it's mainly rooted in circulation and, and uh, alleviating puffiness and things like yeah, and rolling yeah. out areas of your face. It would it makes sense to me. You're moving the collagen, maybe you're moving the the fatty tissue. I don't know. You're moving yeah. whatever. I'm, I'm, I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe I'm not. Maybe no, it's not. But isn't that yeah? Like yeah, no. And uh, you're probably right though that if it. If I wanted to also see those results constantly, like every single day, then mm. I'd have to be doing it every single That's day. That's right, yeah. It's not like if I do it for a month every single day in a year from now, because I did it for a month every single day, I'm going to be seeing those effects. That's like, right, yeah. Like maybe if I Just do it every single day for the rest of my life. Right. Totally. Yeah. And I think that these things aid in like the aging process gracefully. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to make it look like it's been filled with filler. It's just going to lessen it so that as you age, it's a gentler look. It's not a harsh, I haven't put any moisture in this leather hide of mine right. since the day I was born. <laughs> right. You know, as I like, I always think about this, whenever I get out of the shower after I've been in the sun, I always put oil back into my skin. Um, you know, I use the Palmer's oil, coconut oil, body oil. It's non-comedonal, um, so it doesn't clog your pores. Mm-hmm. I like let oil my whole self, my whole self, and it absorbs so quickly into your skin. And I think I was thinking to myself the other day, like, why is this not more normalized? We oil our handbags, we oil our leather seats, we oil our leather couch, we oil our leather. Why aren't we oiling our own leather? Right. Yeah, why aren't we putting why... moisture back into it? Like. It, it, it's you oil any kind of leather any kind of skin it ages better patina is better it, it looks better it lasts longer we should be doing the same thing to ourselves moisture like soak in that moisture i feel like it's also the same thing where like it was such a thing back in the day people would be doing and i could be wrong i don't know like where but i feel like it was how far back are we going like roman times hell's yeah yeah like like Ancient yeah. Greece, hell's yeah and i just feel like it's becoming more like normalized again, again. we're cycling like, back through yeah everyone's i think most i'm hearing that constantly people like to, to oil your whole body oh like, my gosh i've been doing it for years my mom always advocated for it um I wish and her skin is is just incredible for wow. you know like her age honestly incredible so she's a testament that it works yeah um but yeah, even bathing, like having a bath, such a Roman, like leisurely activity. And you read about it in like philosophy and, and, and these philosophers in the Roman baths having these debaucherous, you know, even even just yeah. the, the self-care and self-love was so different and more again, grassroots, I guess. We're coming back to that whole wellness thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been like trying to bath frequently, like every week I have bath, like every second night. It's amazing. And just like soak and it's just, I found, I found it so much better for my skin and my body and my mental health even, yeah. you know. I think honestly, like, 
to me, I don't know what it is, but just being in the bath for like more than 10 minutes, like I end up just getting antsy. Which Do you? Is, I which used is to. So, which is so not my personality. Like I could chill. I could like hang yeah. I don't know why. Like I just get like, maybe it just, just gets too hot. I put it, I make it really hot. So probably... do I. But I, yeah, I always try and cool it off as well if it gets too hot because I used to be like that dude. I used to get super antsy and jump out and could be only be there, be in there for five minutes. And now I can sit in there for an hour. Wow. A marathon bath. That's amazing. Yeah. I do you usually put like a like Epsom salt bath bomb? I think it depends on my mood. Um, I feel like you can turn the bath, bath experience into a whole thing. I saw someone's TikTok and this girl like put this like waterproof light in there that made the water like change color slowly. And oh my she god! She had the bubbles on. She had this like electric bubble maker that sat in the, in there because oh she didn't have god. a spa pool, like it's bath so like most extra. of us don't have. <laughs> I love it. I know, and and she had bubbles, and she said the mood lighting had like candles lit some music going and i was like literally like elevated that bath experience i you love know? that um yeah i almost think like i can't get into the bath unless i don't like set the mood with a candle with the it's salt it's a nice like bit of like meditation almost like preparing for it and doing it it's like a good yeah. like routine you know Ugh, now i want to take a bath tonight i'm so doing it like i just got myself in the mood for it but i you back to the question like what do i put in there um it depends i have bath bombs that i'm really into at the moment I have bubble bath. Literally, there is no adult bubble bath in this world. Right? I had to buy children's bubble bath. I know, because I've also noticed... There is like, a market for it. I don't love... You heard like, it here first. <laughs> no, seriously. You should make one. <laughs> I know, right? An adult seriously. bubble bath. For real. Like, why isn't there? I'm sick of using the mango, like... I'm trying to... Despicable Me themed, you know... Despicable... <laughs> like, honestly... <laughs> That's so funny. Honestly, I don't really do that, but you could also just... I don't know, put, like, a bunch of... Um, uh, yeah, that's where there's right? really no option. That's so true. That isn't going to dry your skin out. Yeah. You know, or like, yeah. I, really, I also really don't like, I don't, I feel like the bath bombs do at least do nothing for me. They, they're like. They don't really do much, hey. Then they're probably just bad for you. Honestly, and there's no internally. bubbles. Yeah, there's no bubbles. Yeah. Right? I'm trying to find. A lot I of just, them are just essential oils, you know, which is good for your skin. Um, yeah. But I guess, again, making sure you're buying something that's good quality. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um. I saw, like, someone just, like, making their own, like, just putting, like, baking soda, apple cider vinegar. Love. Like, just, like, all natural stuff. And, like, it's, like, I'm, like, why didn't I think about that? Like, you, baking soda is just has so many health benefits. It really does. And, and, and cures so many things. Uh-huh. Um, that I'm And just, cleans so many things. And cleans so many things. Like, what? Like, yeah. So, I'm going to try that. Nice, nice. Send me the link. What do you think about microneedling? What do I think about microneedling? And what's the difference, if you know, what's the difference between that and microdermabrasion? So I do know. Um, I had, I was getting microdermabrasion done for like almost two years, once a month. It it showed like really good results, to be honest. Uh, it was like dedicated once a month for two years. I had like some acne scarring on my cheeks um, and it minimized it, it, like cut it in half, the wow. depth of it maybe even more than half to be honest it was really good it was consistent and she was hard on my skin like she really but not everyone's skin can take microdermabrasion um what is what, it exactly yeah you know? i just realized i was completely went on a tangent <laughs> <laughs> basically what it is is like a diamond head kind of um abrasive pad on the end of a sucky like machine so it's like a tube that sucks at your skin while like a a very fine um diamond abrasive pad almost like 
sandpaper scrapes your skin. Oh. So very fine. So it doesn't do any damage. But if, if you press hard, it can be a, quite abrasive. Like I'd get lines and stuff on my face uh-huh. afterward where it scraped back the skin. It's like intense exfoliation. So it really peels off a top layer of your skin. Wow. Um, it's not as deep and penetrative as like a peel, like a really deep peel. You can get like a green peel. It's not as much? Not as, not a purple peel they're called. It's not, it's not as deep as that. Like that really peels off a few layers of skin. This peels off probably like the top, you know, but enough that it can actually get rid of your scarring, but very slowly, like again, two years to see, a difference but it was right. a big difference for me at least i really looked back and went damn wow um and uh, i was even getting like little bumps along my jawline which i still get um and they were just like little little like almost like blackheads but they weren't black they were just like little tiny bumps and when you squeeze them white squiggly like thick like shit came out and that I also was get that yeah so the beautician told me that that, that beautician that esthetician recommended fish oil right it was the first time i heard about using fish oil in the diet and to help skin i started using it again really pure fish oil has to be a really pure one that with microdermabrasion abrasion got rid of all of that wow. those little spottings i stopped seeing her when i went overseas for a period of time for work when i came back i'd stopped using the fish oil and i noticed they came back i started seeing a new esthetician and she again recommended fish oil and i've been now using it for eight months and i have they're all gone Wow. Fish oil changed my life. A good high quality fish oil, um, like Nordic Naturals, with high amount of omega three, provides us with something our body doesn't already provide, which is I think it's one of the one of the B vitamins our body naturally doesn't create, but our body actually needs. Um, you get that in this fish oil, and it also like thins out the oil production, so it passes through your pores more easily and doesn't clog and create those little plugs. Oh. So if you have blackheads or clogged pores, fish oil. Two a day, pump, wow. pump it. That's like, what I was going to ask. Are you taking it in a pill form? or? Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's pill or liquid, either one. Um, I take it in pills because it's liquid in the capsule. Right. So I take two a day. You can take four a day if you want to speed it up. But now two a day, for it's been almost a year. Best thing I ever did. That's and amazing. I tell everyone that, fish oil. But I'm yeah, circling back yeah. to like the microderm. Microderm, again, is that like real intense exfoliation with the sucker. It sucks out blackheads and things. Um, and micro needling is, is almost like a needling gun that shoots very thin needles into your skin or derma rolling, which is the same thing. It's needles on a roller that kind of puncture your skin and create little wounds. Oh, wow. Um, I've had that done as well. The rolling needles, which is same as the little gun thing, but it's kind of like hand done. Mm -hmm. Um, I had that done for about a year and I saw big results. I had, I'd have that done one month in the first year i had that done one month microderm the next month microneedling one month microderm the next month and then after that i stopped the needling and just did microderm for the next year but in that year i saw a huge difference the only thing with it that i didn't love was the downtime because it's puncturing your skin it's creating those little micro 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 wounds um you'd have little dots in your face uh-huh. and you'd scab and then it'd peel off afterward after it scabbed and healed you look insane wow so Kinda glowy like so plump peel. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, and what the whole purpose of it was is these little micro wounds um, encourage the collagen to go and heal. Mm-hmm. And so you you boost, heal the skin there. So you boost these collagen pockets and these this collagen um, sort of renewal in your skin. In, so all over your face, basically. Amazing. But also at the same time, when you've had the needling done, they often pump serums into your face afterward like cover your face in serums mm. to really because while those little wounds are there it soaks into the 
the sort of thicker layers of your skin. Yeah. So that's when my my my, my esthetician would put things like um, like acids on, like hyaluronic acid to really penetrate and hydrate and and things like that. Nothing too active because obviously you've got wounds in your face, but like anything hydrating that's really going to soak in, you know. Um, so yeah, that's the difference between the two. They both treat very similar things. Microdermabrasion is more f- focused on congestion. Mm. Like if you want to get rid of blackheads and, and clogged pores and like really exfoliate. Micro needling is more for aging and collagen renewal and things like that. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Because yeah. I, I definitely want to do that. Yeah, it's definitely good. I love that. I do miss. I might reincorporate that later on. Why did you decide to do microdermabrasion and not... Needling? Um, no, like something like lasering because doesn't that get rid of like yes. scars and stuff So too? I ended up getting laser um, afterwards. So the reason I didn't jump straight into laser is I wanted to like see if there was other ways I could explore and also to target more than one thing because lasering uh, – my first initial issue was like congestion really. Like scarring was something I wanted to address after my skin was cleared up. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had too much congestion, too many pimples, too many breakouts, things like that. Like I had really hormonal acne along my jawline that wasn't going away. Um, so I went for the, the you know, the, the way to combat that first. And once my skin cleared up and there was no more breakouts or blackheads or things like that, I then got the PicoWay uh, Resolve Laser, which was the best thing I ever did. And that really like incorpor- – because I'd had those – years of doing the other stuff my skin was so ready for the laser ready for it, right. yeah that i saw incredible results in like one session that's you know? amazing so i think that doing all those things primed me for it but it really it was just to make sure my skin was clear before i got laser um i don't know if you can have acne when you're getting laser i can't remember but yeah, i it, i wanted it to address sense. that first right. yeah yeah but the they probably have to avoid those areas if anything i would think so right and and i'm not sure i know that the laser like pico a resolve best laser dude um i know that one of its functions is it targets like the red you know when you've had a pimple and it goes away and it stays red for a little bit Mm -hmm. it gets really gets rid of those like i had a lot of that down here oh no um so i don't know if it can be used in pimples That, that makes me think it might be able to but i should probably look into that but yeah, really, it was just a personal choice of like, I want to address that first. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what I have written down for you. How many have we addressed? Um, I feel like I, I feel like honestly, I answered like 20 questions before you even asked me exactly. one question. It, it kind of like ended just up just... Happened. It, it kind of just happened. It kind of just always does. <laughs> um. Well, I was going to ask if, like, I don't know if you really are dealing with this as much, nor am I really, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not working and having to wear a mask every single day. Yeah. But do you even notice, like, you're getting anything from it, like dermatitis or mask knee? Dude, I totally noticed mask knee in New York. Um, Obviously, like, in LA, you know, we kind of just kick it around locally, you wear the mask to go out. Yeah. To go to the shops, things like that. Right. You know, when we're at home, we're at home, we, we, don't obviously wear a mask so when you're at home like in new york because we're going out every day or at least i was if i was working like in the apartment i would go explore and go do some thrifting you know Mm -hmm. and walk around so i was wearing the mask a lot while schlepping a lot so sweating and i would like maybe put some makeup on because i was going out and i wanted to put a little bit of effort into my life right you know in this covid times um and i did notice in like the three first three weeks that we were there i started getting like breakouts under the mask area 
I really like that's a hard thing, you know. I just I just started washing the mask, like mm. every I I bought a few and I because I, I have my own that I want to keep. Yeah, of um, I don't want to just use the disposable ones. It's also better for the environment. So yeah. I had like three masks and I'd wear one for two days, wash it, what wear the next one while that one's in the wash and so forth. I just started because I only thought think about it. It's like yeah. a pillowcase. Yeah. Oh, if it's not so worse. Funny. I was gonna ask you that too. Yeah. Um, so you, you got to wash it regularly more than, more than weekly if, if you're using it every day excessively. Yeah. Um, if anything, sometimes I'm like, if I know I'm like putting on oil on my face mm. and then I'm like, need to go downstairs for something, whatever, going outside, putting on a mask, I won't, if I come back home, I'm washing my face and I'm doing my routine. Yes. I won't put that mask back no on. No way. I'm wearing like two a day. If, if I... Oh, same thing. I'm usually like not going. Yeah, out that's and fair. About and that's whatever. totally fair. That's the only way to do it. Yeah, that's and the I, only way. And I do feel like it's the only thing that's really, uh, besides for just not having to wear one twenty four seven. Luckily, like blessed for that. But like, but yeah, just like not, just really, I'm never wearing the same mask. If I wore one with Sounds makeup, so simple, right? If I wore one with makeup, yeah, like I'm. But I'm it's really like you don't even think about it. On yeah, yeah. I think because it happens so rapidly, all of a sudden we're wearing masks. People didn't think wait, should I be changing it regularly? You know, they're telling us to change it for the sake of, like, COVID and, like, you know, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, dude, that thing, like, holds so much bacteria in it. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, wash it. Yeah. Get a few. <laughs> it's really unavoidable when, like, when I was going to the gym. And, oh, yeah, man. And you have and you have to wear it, obviously. It's just, like, you, you've, I'm, like, I could feel stuff, like, underneath, in my skin, like, about Feels to come out. And, and I'm, like, dirty. I got to get out of here before I start Scratching popping your face. It. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. It's not good. Do you have, like, a silk pillowcase or something? Do you so really? funny. I have Aaron sleeping on it, too, now. I had them in – one of the first things I did when I got here was order new pillowcases. I need to get – I keep seeing people – I don't know why you do, but mainly because people say, like – It's for, really good for everything. It's – I've been using a silk pillowcase um, since I was, like, 19 or 20. Oh, I love that. I never have. I found I out just... about it. it – yeah, it's, it's again, such a, like – to me, a, a normal thing. Right. And you don't realize I, – I picked it up – when I, w- I was in high school, I was younger than 19. I think wow. I was 17. That's amazing. I was at a hair salon getting my, like, hair fixed. I bleached my hair myself, typical 17-year-old. Wow. And had to get it fixed. It went orange. The hairdresser was like, what have you done? Oh, my God. And I just remember he was selling satin pillowcases there. And I was like, what's the satin pillowcases? And he said to me, yeah, when I was 17, so this was years ago, almost over... Almost 10. 10 years wow. ago. 10 years ago. He said to me, it stops hair breakage because it's like a softer environment. It's like a softer material for your hair to rub against. Right. It doesn't ca- cause friction and tangling like cotton does and doesn't snap your hair or right. knot your hair. So he's like, your hair slides against it much more smoothly mm. so you won't get breakage. Right. And he okay. gave me one mm-hmm. because I just bleached my hair and it was all over the shop. And I also had curly hair. And he was like, curly hair on cotton, uh uh-uh. Like, it'll create, make, create frizz, make it knot, all this kind of, even worse than straight hair on cotton. So he was like, for curly hair, 100% silk, like all satin. So I started using it when I was 17 and then I never stopped. 
and I have Aaron sleeping on it now too because he wow. got such curly hair. It's really helped him right. keep some moisture in. Because I I always heard about people using silk pillowcases, but only for that reason, only f- because they have curly hair or coarse yeah. hair. Yeah, I feel like it's also mainly because it's like coarse. Yeah. And it's good for all hair, really. Right. But also for your skin. But yeah, but I yeah. was thinking like I only recently heard someone saying like that it's so much better for to avoid like fine lines. A hundred percent. So like just and I'm like, wow. And when also, you and also sorry. To, no, but go like, on. I'm, I'm constantly thinking about like I'm constantly obviously changing bed sheets, but like it should like I'll change bed sheets like what, like once a week? Yeah, same. But, like, I really feel like I should be changing my pillowcase, pillowcase multiple times like, a week. Yeah, three times a week. Twice like, a week minimum. Um, yeah, it's, it's so really good for your skin. Like, when you think about – when you think about how – like, I think about the bed sheets, like, my T-shirt, by the way. Just, like, just, like, circle back to that real quick. Like, weekly is, like – ideally, I'd be changing them twice a week. But, realistically, it's, yeah. you haven't got time. It's, it's a real effort to change a bed. Totally. Once a week. Because – would you wear a t-shirt for longer than that? No. No. You know, so why would you sleep in something for longer than that? Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the pillowcase situation, it, whatever it does to your hair badly, like the cotton does to your hair, it pulls your hair, it knots your hair, it does to your skin too. Yeah. So the cotton on your skin, which is such a delicate thing, you know, is pulled and, and dried out because the cotton absorbs all the moisture. Right. And, you know, it's 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 like a coarse surface for your skin to rest against against yeah. silk or satin so much smoother it's cooling it breathes easily so it's cotton but you know it, it doesn't take all the moisture out of your skin right um and so i'm sure maybe also less bacteria less bacteria into it. totally silk is even better because it's like a natural fiber satin is man-made but it's just as good for your skin it just isn't like a natural fiber mm-hmm but yeah, definitely saw a huge difference in the breakage in my hair and skin and all of that. Okay, I gotta get it on all these small things that. that just make a big impact. It in makes the long a run. huge difference. Totally. What do you think about? I have I deal with a lot of like um, scarring mm-hmm. from just from me picking, which is also by the way a reason why I don't typically get peels because my first time I got a chemical peel, I didn't realize how much my skin would peel. I wasn't yeah. prepared for it, and I couldn't stop. I oh stop. my gosh that'd be and that's nightmare. the worst thing you can do yeah it ended up thank god i really didn't end up like doing much damage to my skin like once i because i once i realized like that how bad it could how bad it could be if i messed you with it too yourself. much yeah but yeah it's really one of the main reasons because i i'm just i'm such a picker that's really thank god i actually really don't get too much acne i really just give myself acne like self-inflicted i feel like that's such a common thing yeah and i feel like it's gotten so much worse in covid too because we're like facing ourselves so much more so right. so much more time with ourselves to it's like so true you know it's just looking at yourself looking on at Zoom. Yourself. I, I just totally listening to someone saying that totally but yeah when... um i'm a picker as well and and you saying that to me is funny because i look at your skin and it's perfect uh, and i th- feel like we're, we're our own worst critics we look at our skin we look mm-hmm. at only the bad yeah bad parts of us and we don't see the good um, my friend Dean said to me once, he's a makeup artist, he he said, you got great skin. And I was like, really? I'm like, I've got pimples here right now. And he's like, it's not about the pimples. Like, you can have pimples and have great skin. Right. It's hydrated. It's plump. It's, you know. It's so It's true. all of these other things. The pimples don't make bad skin. 
you know, breakout mm-hmm. doesn't make bad skin. It's so true. It really, and honestly, I've noticed that solely because also if I'm, if I am noticing someone's skin, it's usually because You're I'm not looking no- at the pimple, really. Yeah, I'm looking at like their Texture. clogged pores, yeah. the blackheads, the, te- yeah, the dryness, yeah. the whether oiliness. Whether they're dewy or, or plump and shiny and, you know, whether yeah. it's, yeah, whether it's too much oil, not, not yeah, it's, it's yeah. weird. It's like, you're not looking and going, oh, you got pimples. You're going, everybody gets You don't pimples. take care of your skin kind of right. thing, you know, everyone gets pimples. Right. Um, but what do you think about putting neosporin on oh aaron does this it's such a guy thing to do it's so funny it's like i don't know i I guess it it makes sense in that it's antibacterial and a healing cream i mean it makes sense healing wise i don't see why it would hurt um yeah i don't i don't see how it would hurt really i would i would think maybe just like because i i i not maybe if you make it bleed that kind of thing um like if you're going to squeeze it and or you mean on blackheads I, no, 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 not on blackheads. Like, I'm saying, like, for me, I'll, sell, like, yeah, like, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll try to get a blackhead and then I'll end up just creating a scab. Right. Not necessarily it's bleeding and it's all, but yeah. Yeah, you're, just, you're healing a wound, it's going to help. Yeah. Definitely, it's going to yeah. help. Um, but I wonder if it's, like, not, maybe not good because it's thick, oily. I don't know. Yeah, I think when, when you've gotten to the point where you've already, like, damaged your skin, the best thing you can do is not worry about that and just heal it. Yeah. Um, that's true. So I think that, I think that it can't hurt. I mean, yeah. Listen, extractions are necessary. Definitely, usually, hopefully done by a professional or done with great care, knowing that if you push your skin too far, you can create, like, you can compress your your um, epidermis and create, like, dents in your skin and things like that. So you have to be careful when squeezing, especially if it's cystic. Like, leave it alone if it's a cyst, cystic acne and it's got a big ball underneath. Leave it alone. Go see a dermatologist. Yeah. But if you have blackheads and things like that, they're, like, are ready to come out. Like, there's a big difference extracting them is fine sometimes it's the only way if you've got a big blackhead in your forehead the only way is to extract it and yeah as long as you make sure it's all out and you can tell it's an empty hole right then just cleaning it like like with with a bit of you know i i've used alcohol before i know this is not like yeah i mean like dabbing it just to sanitize it that's really what like what toner is it's exactly much, what toner right? is yeah and and then just sort of keeping that area clear of makeup and things like that while it heals yeah um, even like Dettol, we have Dettol in Australia. I don't know if you have that here. No, it's I like an antiseptic kind of stuff, you know, I put on it. And then ice to get it to calm down mm. and also freeze it to get rid of any bacteria. So definitely extractions are necessary. I don't know why I just gave you that step by step, but I did. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for anything when it comes to healing healing your skin i think that's the best way if you're going to do extractions and you're going to squeeze and pick your face obviously try not to pick an excess and don't hurt yourself and don't make things worse but if you are going to try and extract something or remove it the aftercare of doing that is what will make it you know heal properly and not have a permanent impact on your skin for sure being careful and 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 not and treating the skin with care not pushing it yeah you know do you have any good like um just mask recommendations it's such an individual thing. It's such a personal thing as well. Like, what you Again, need. knowing it's your skin, true. knowing what you need. Um, so I might give a couple of recommendations just for various different things, I guess. Um, clay, clay masks. Huge fan of clay masks. Preferably not the ones that peel off. I feel like peel off masks are such a novelty thing. Yeah. Like kids love them, like young girls love them. But I feel like they're a real novelty thing of like, look what I'm pe- pulling out of my skin, but not really addressing anything. Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want to exfoliate, microdermabrasion or mi- dermaplaning, we could talk about dermaplaning another time. It's where you scrape the top layer of your skin with a scalpel. Oh um, wow! Usually done by a professional. I love it. Gets rid of peach fuzz and things like that. Wow. If you want an exfoliation, mm-hmm. don't go for a, a skin like a, a, pe- a peel off mask. 
get a clay mask, like Australian pink clay or black clay or Dead Sea clay even from Israel Mm -hmm. and use that. And I swear the next day you'll see everything come to the surface, ready to be squeezed out. And then apply an oil and just squeeze everything out. If you want exfoliation. Apply oil after you take the mask off. After the mask is off. And then it'll just hydrate. And the next day, everything will come out. Nice. And I you feel just like... squeeze, 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 squeeze. It'll yeah. all be ready, you know. And I mean just by pressing your nail against your skin. It'll literally come out. Clay wow. will drag everything out of your skin. Wow. Because um, I've used clay masks before, but I, I feel like I never do that properly. Like I, it was either like I'm hydrating my skin or I'm stripping it, which yeah. is what the clay does. So I feel like I never take that. You yeah, hydration afterwards. I feel like anything is in the small details, right? Cooking is only good when you when you really take care and you do everything properly and and add all the seasoning. Add all the seasoning. The, That's right. right. Yeah, and all the all the extra stuff and you cook mm-hmm. things appropriately and you taste test and all that stuff is is an element to cooking cooking well. Same as skincare, like you've got to do it properly. You can't just half-ass it and be like – and I'm not talking about just consistency-wise. I mean, if you're going to apply a face mask, commit to the fact that you've applied that face mask and do it properly to get the best results from it. Totally. You know? So when it comes to, like, clearing your skin out, clay mask, um, for hydration and all around, like, anti-aging, snail jelly or snail mucus. Oh, right. You were telling me about I that. I love snail jelly. Obviously, it's fortified and, like – you know, derived in a lab and the, the, the extracts are snail extracts. They're not, right. not putting snail slime directly in your face. From the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not just picking up a snail from the garden and smearing it on you. Yeah. It's, it's like properly created, you know, and, and, and extracted snail, all Filtered. the best properties. Yeah, all the yeah. best properties of snail mucus are put into these snail jelly masks. It's like a sheet mask. Um, I'll put a link in the, in the notes Please. to the Amazon, yeah, the Amazon link for it. They are the best. You keep them in the fridge. They're a sheet mask. You keep them in the fridge so they're nice and cold. After you cleanse, put them on and you just leave it on. It's so thick and you rub it into your neck and decolletage. And I usually get the roller or the – what's it called? Um, gua sha. The gua sha and, and roll my face while it's on there. And you Love let it that. sit on there until you get until it dries, literally, until it's no longer moist and then take it off. Right. I always find I'm so hydrated and plump and juicy, literally from the snail mucus. And that, I think it's the best thing for hydration, best thing for fine lines, best thing for like overall face renewal. Amazing. And you yeah. leave that on after you don't do anything else. That's the leave last step. It's the last step. Yeah. And you just let that sit and those serums soak into you overnight. Um, what else do I like? I like anything for flights. I like if I'm going like I'm flying long haul, anything with aloe vera in it because I always mm. find I break out on the plane. Smart. And um, the aloe vera, like, sort of neutralizes bacteria and heals your skin, especially from the drying. It's so Anything smart. with moisture and aloe vera to heal the drying skin from the aircraft and, and any kind of breakouts that want to pop up on the plane. That always happens to me. I always find myself picking my skin in, like, the mirror in the bathroom, too, because it's terrible lighting. Oh, my so God. So you see everything. Totally. And then I go off the plane with, like, full breakout. Exactly. So that happens to me every mask. time. Yeah, right? So aloe vera sheet mask. It's a really good tip. Yeah. Um, and I like... Any oils, really. So I try not to use oil-based masks, um, but the oil, like, um, what is it? Burt's Bees do an oil lip mask. It's like a like a lip sheet mask. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It's the best. You take it off and your lips are so hydrated and, and, like, it's got a really nice oil in it that soaks in. Yeah. Um, so that's where the only oil-based mask I'd recommend. And then under-eye masks. I love a good, like, under-eye. Anything with collagen. Yeah. Lots of collagen. What about like vitamin C? I feel like that's what everybody says to. Yeah, it's brightening. Yeah. Um, if you have vitamin C, high doses of vitamin C and E are really good for your skin. Um, I totally ingest, like I take orally vitamin C and Accutane is essentially vitamin E. I believe it's either vitamin oh, E. Oh, really? 
it's high doses of vitamin E or one of those. I think it's vitamin E. I've double checked that. Um, but essentially it's a high dose of one of those vitamins that like purges your skin essentially. Mm-hmm. So these things are really good for you too. I guess it depends on what you're looking for yeah. and what your skin needs. But based on what like I've used best, what I need most is, is lots of collagen, lots of um, like like water-based hydration i think that's what i need because i've told you i get malia and mm. i'm always nervous to put too much cream there cream that's... yeah cream doesn't work for me i need yeah. oils and, and water-based, water-based. yeah even my bb or my cc cream is is water-based pixie mm. anything water-based you know i've figured out that's creams don't work on me it's too heavy too rich yeah but in winter sometimes like once once or twice a month, I might need, feel like I need a heavy night cream. Right. So I have like the La Mer Caviar one. And yeah, it works really loves well. that one. Love. Big fan. Um, but yeah, that's really it in terms of masks. Nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's been so much fun, babe. Thanks for hanging out with me. I love it. Thanks for having me as oh. my first official podcast. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be here next month anyway. Love it. For five more questions. Yay. Woo! Thank you, babe. Love you. Love you.